Happy New Year, everybody. Alana and I, we did our 2023 year in review of the shows and movies that we reviewed. And we picked out what we thought was our favorite, least favorite, and categories. So hopefully you enjoy. Twenty twenty three is about to be over. We have our favorites, our least favorites, our surprises of twenty twenty three. Now, this is what we have reviewed in the past year, not including the ones we have not reviewed. Even though we may bring those up, Adan, you ready? As much as I can be. Spoiler alert. Okay, Adan. So we did a lot this year. We reviewed more than I realized. Shows. Movies, be it anime, be it foreign, be it live action, action, not about comedy, but throwbacks as well. I sent you a list of, as a reminder of what we did. And with our review, with the shows and movies that we looked over, is it possible to pick out your movie of the year? Wow. Now, it doesn't matter if it's 2023 or 1988. To you, of our reviews, and I'll say it again, which was your movie of the year? Why did we turn into a pro wrestler? It's easier for this to get through. <laughs> okay, so of movie-wise. Don't go like top three. I want the best one you feel that you it was for you to review. So the best one that was like interesting and funny for me to review was Outlaw Johnny Black. Is that your best one? That's you didn't answer my freaking question. That's not what I asked. Best movie of the year. That's your best movie of the year. And listen, listen, listen. Actually, if we're gonna say quality movie of the year, best movie was Godzilla minus one. This I'm just gonna call it at that. And I and I'll and I'll tell you why Godzilla minus one. First of all, beautifully shot movie. Secondly, very well done cinema, uh, cinematics and cinematography. Incredibly impressive knowing the budget and the actors' skills that they bring to the table. And it just revitalized the love I have for the character of Godzilla. I cannot. The reason why I cannot is because it's a remake from a previous Godzilla and a reboot. So... The lack of originality in that aspect makes me not think it as number one. And this is the one thing on the list that's not Star Wars. And you be a Star Wars reference. It's not in the review, but you can be. You have a guy that's, he's like Vader. But in the way that instead of killing people, he's trying like, he didn't kill people. So it's like the polar opposite. It's not Luke, but he failed to honor his country or die for his country. So he's like punishing himself, just kind of like, Vader is doing from all hims from him turning to the dark side, but here he is like punishing himself for not killing other people as well as himself. He's not he doesn't want to be with the family, doesn't want you know, doesn't want to be married, all, you know, all this that but he's also trying to make things right for the girl that he found and the woman that he found and later fell in love with. And then with Vader, he redeems himself by going back to the light coming back to the force and saving his son and putting down the emperor. You're welcome. Okay, what's yours? Even though it did take influences from the golden child. The creator? The creator is visually beautiful. It has a great story 
there are some touchy moments. You feel for the characters. You feel for the AI. The pace is good. Has um, The pace is steady. You have some comedic moments as well to break from the seriousness of it. True. The dog. Yes. Yes, you have that. Correct. Playing fetch. Um, so yeah, that that was the one for me. Do you have a runner-up? Evil Dead Rise. So that was my surprise. Yes. And I, I which so, I can understand why that would be a surprise for you because first of all, you're not the big No, but I am a fan of Evil Dead. I am a fan of the Evil Dead franchise, even though I'm not as in, into it as much as you are. But it was surprised it was a good surprise to me because the especially with the lead actress playing the one that's taking control. I mean, granted, some there's some corniness to it. But it did a, a great job in honoring the originals. Yeah. That's your runner-up is Evil Dead, right? Yeah. I'm uh, not even second-guessing that one for me. You? I have to say Kung Fu Panda, the original. Seeing it again, how damn good it was. Yeah. How well how well it was made. And I'm just surprised how, I mean, it's an older film, but it still holds up. That's what's great about animation a lot of times is that you can watch it anytime. It is not stuck in a certain time frame, especially this, where it's animals and they're in their own world. But seeing it again, for me, is that the runner-up is Kung Fu Panda. What about, we're going to stay with movies, animation-wise? Because we have here the, the Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. We have Kung Fu Panda. We have Merry Little Batman. Uh, Mario Brothers. The Spider-Verse. Into and, and across the Spider-Verse, correct. There. Follow the Dragon. Batman's. Soul of the Dragon, correct. So that's people. So what do you think on that one? Yeah, that's going to be a little bit difficult to me. I'm going to say, God, across this, uh, into the Spider Verse, it's still really, really good. It's hard to beat that one. It's, it's a good time to watch it. Um, it's entertaining. It brings in Miles Morales, which I love Miles Morales' character. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, it just feels like it's done. Yes, and I, I'm with you with that. Into the Spider-Verse is awesome. That movie can be on anytime, and I'll watch it wherever it's at. It's one of those movies. It was smart. A surprise for you. Mayhem. That was a surprise. Uh -huh. I thought you were going to say The Soul of the Dragon. The thing is, it's, it's not really about Batman. And I, and I you know, I, I get bothered by that. If you put the name in the title, I more of that character should be in it. Right. It's about Richard Dragon, not Batman here. But Mayhem, a surprise. I didn't expect it to be that so good. And I have to say, it's kind of tied with Super Mario Brothers. I went to the theater twice to see Super Mario Brothers. I rarely go twice to see a movie in the movie theaters. That's because you wanted more of those peaches. Do you hear that hit, that song got taken out as a Oscar nomination? I don't understand why. Just because it's like a kid song. It's actually oh, I think it made a hit. It was like it was viral for like weeks, if not months. Yeah, I it made no sense saying why they took it. What about action films? Without question, the raid redemption. If I had to pick a runner up, I would choose Die Hard, not John Wick. Oh, the first John Wick. I, I skimmed past that one. I was seeing John Wick four. Uh, the first John Wick, yeah, that would be a runner up. I am the same way. I feel that the raid redemption, as the action movies that we've seen this year, that still holds up. That's still badass. It's still intense. John Wick. Still good is a runner up. It's right there. It introduces us to an incredible character and world, but the raid is just in the sense of level of action. Is I mean, you have some influence of the raid in John Wick. What about throwbacks? I have a tie for this one. Sure. No, you know what? 
No tie. Batman Return. Originally, I was going to say tie between Die Hard or Indiana Jones. And that's because like I didn't get to experience them in their entirety until this year. They're really, really good films. But rewatching Batman Returns actually blows me away because it's been years since I watched it. And then rewatch it, I, my eyes are open like to how underrated that film truly is. I agree. I, and I agree with you that it is truly a, a really well done film. It, it brings the characters more to life, especially Batman slash Bruce Wayne. We get more of him in there. And the performers, like I said before in our review, uh, Dan and DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, shoot, who am I forgetting his name right now? Max Shrek. Chris Hurl Walken, like that. You know, we're blanked out. I don't know, but I it just blanked out. But anyway, their performances freaking shine through so well so i'm like wow okay how about i make book movie guardians of the galaxy which one uh, the first one but for me it's guardians of the galaxy volume three uh, yeah. that was your favorite okay that was my favorite my favorite comic book movie what about your least favorite throwback was hidden strike a throwback it was made in 2018 but came out in 2023 oh expendables I'm not a big Expendables fan. What's the throwback you like the least? Transformers. That was my second one that I was uh, thinking about. What about action? What was your least favorite action? Come on, this should be easier here. Expendables 4, that should be the number one. Expendables 4 was pretty bad, but I was going Hidden Strike or Slash. I was going to say Triple Threat, but Hidden Strike is pretty bad. Hidden Strike is pretty damn bad. And Expendables 4, yes, I'll I'll, I'll save Triple Threat and do Expendables 4 because that's pretty that's embarrassing I was I was mad going to leaving the theater like why did I go to the theater yeah oh which one was most disappointing there are a few disappointments on this list bro well give your most one and give your like runner up these are gonna be two comic book movies so Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and then my runner up is going to be Marvel. Not The Flash, not Aquaman Lost Kingdom. You know what? You forgot. You didn't see it. I forgot. I'm black. I'm blacking it out of my mind. <laughs> I keep scan. I see it and I'm just going, Blah. when I think back to The Flash, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's up there with Ant-Man and Wasp. So my problem with Ant-Man and Wasp is the same problem that a lot of people have. A, Bodoc should not have looked the way it did. Uh, like I got right. like the tie-in with the character. Doubt I'm okay with that, but mm -hmm. the CGI of that looked like it was 10, 20 years old, in a long place to be. Then, uh, like, it just felt forced. the The whole thing with the his daughter. There was there's a lot of gaps and problems with it. The Flash, horrible all around. Yes, it's a weak movie overall. I mean. They, again, they, they have the source easily at their disposal and they ignored it and they focus on something else not related. And the best things about that movie were not the main character. It was like Batman and Super. Those yes. are the, literally the best things. Even Zod, Michael Shannon playing him again was, was awesome and a great performance as well. So yes, I agree. The, the most is disappointing is The Flash followed by Sisu. That's... Your most disappointing runner-up, Sisu? Nah, kidding. Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. That's fair. That's. I mean, granted, I wasn't a really big fan of Aquaman the first one, but it was a better film than this one, and this one was just more of a letdown in the sense of, again, potential. They could have went out with a bang, making us regret the cancellation of the DCEU. Well, on that note, like, what's funny is I thought Blue Beetle was supposed to be the bang of going out. 
And I liked Blue Beetle. I liked Blue Beetle too, yeah. Well, we forgot. Yeah, we forgot about Lost Kingdom. Right, because it was quiet on the hush us, uh, mad reshoots and all that stuff. So I was like, eh, how about this? What was, did you see a movie that you think that we did not review? I like the Extraction series. Is that your number one movie of the year? For me, it's Oppenheimer. It's a beautiful film, beautifully done by Christopher Nolan. The way he used the medium to tell the story is exquisite. It's original. My least favorite is Barbie. I saw that too. Granted, Ryan Gosling, the sh he stole the show for me. He was amazing. But Barbie was kind of cliche. We've seen it before. We've seen Ted. We saw Mannequin. We've seen things of that nature where a, a toy or a doll comes to life and learns what it is to be human or or have a angst with a, an, a, a parent and child who cannot get along. And then the toy that comes to life or comes into the real world makes them come together. And then women empowerment. Oh, yes. I mean, it's great and all, but it was like down the throat in a way. And Ryan Gosling's performance in it was a great counter to that, if you will. The silliness, uh, his overacting, but in a sense, his, he's not really overacting. He's he's acting. He's so damn good. He is, his comedic timing is just on another level. That's what made Barbie enjoyable. But I... I don't care for it. All right. So now, okay. So that is our 2023 interview film-wise. So now this should be quicker, but we're going to go over the shows that we reviewed. Now, in the shows we reviewed, it crosses between anime, live action, sci-fi, comic book, games, if you will, as well, and crossovers. What was your favorite series overall that we reviewed in 2023. Loki is definitely one of them for me. Yes, I agree with you right there. I would do Blue Eye Samurai higher than Loki because it's season one, where this is season two. True, but all right, we got it. But I'm not Loki like it was like back to back season one and two, like one series. They felt like you could do just do one season. True, but I'm just saying in the sense of originality is Blue Eye Samurai. The second right behind I mean, you can just, on any given day, they can switch. It is Loki. Best out of May, Blue Eye Samurai. It stole the show for that. I mean, yes, there's some good anime on here. Oh, some real good ones. Yeah, we did De Demon Slayer. That's a really good anime. And mm -hmm. I know for, I bet, uh, one of these was a referral. Do I say? Personal favorite. That's a surprise for me. Yeah. As well as The Legend of Vox Machina. Yes, you did uh, recommend them to me. Well, you recommended like three of them. Trece, Luai Samurai, and The Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some other ones, which was not so good, like The Way of the House Husband. But I was surprised how they, good they were. Yeah, Trece was a nice touch. And, and you know, um, growing up, I had many Filipino friends, so I could somewhat relate to the culture well seen there not a hundred percent but again filipino culture and spanish culture sometimes a lot of times they're like the same high-rise invasion was a nice surprise for me too and you recommended that too well pretty much all anime you recommended to me <laughs> let's be honest what was your least favorite any busha okay so i thought it was great because i mean i liked it because of they used uh an actual swordman like the video game miyamoto musashi but looking over it again, and I see the way he acts, he was more like Yojimbo and Sanjiro, played by the same actor, Toshiro Mufune, who played Miyamoto Musashi in the Samurai Trilogy, 
but the way he this character was portrayed was actually as if he was Yojimbo, arms inside, scratching his face from inside his kimono, it's like that. Miyamoto Masashi was not like that. He was more clean, clean shaven. Because in the games, he's very clean shaven too. He's a very put together person. Right. So I think that's what they did with this the series. They combined two characters that Toshiro Mufune is known to play. My least favorite, though, is The Way of the House Husband. Yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, it felt like it was like a motion comic. It didn't really feel like anime. Yeah, so I was like, okay, uh, all right. I was like, eh. Now, what about Marvels? What's your best Marvel? I mean, we don't have much on there. I, I <laughs> Logi was on there. Right, Logi is the best one. What about least Marvel? They did Werewolf by Night in Color. They did Secret Invasion. That should be a real big ding, ding, ding for you. <laughs> well, not not okay. Saying Marvel is unfair. There's, there's some there's some here comic books. So the best comic book live action is Loki. The worst comic book action is, is I'm gonna say it right now. Secret Invasion. Yeah, we have one here, Twisted Metal, as a standalone for video game uh, adaptation. A... Oh, that's true too. So video game influence is, for me is Onimusha. For me, it was Twisted Metal. Yeah, I mean they're both good. I, I, I only Musha just beats it out for me, but mm -hmm. uh, Twisted Metal was good as well. Isn't Legend of Vox Machina kind of influenced by like Dungeons and Dragons? So that could be considered. Isn't it a game? The what's a game? It is a game. Uh, well, it, like, so it, it's influenced by, but not a video, but not a video game. Tabletop, right? It's a tabletop game, correct? Right. What which is your least? Our most disappointing episode, our series. I mean, Bad Batch is pretty up there, too. Oh, that, okay. So let's rewind. What was your favorite Star Wars series? Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yes. Your worst one? Bad Batch. Yes. Overall series, correct. It is the Bad Batch. I agree with you here. Mm -hmm. no, what was a surprise for you? One Piece was a surprise. I never watched the anime, and to see a live action or see this live action surprised me. It caught Kim off guard. She got hooked right away. The moment her eyes hit the screen, she got stuck into it. Yeah, I can uh, agree with that. I was more scared that they were going to do a bad job with One Piece. Tulsa King would be for me because I kind of avoided it for the longest time. Okay. And, and then because I was like, oh, it's Sylvester Stallone doing like a mafiosa retiree kind of thing and it was surprisingly really good what about a series that we have not reviewed you know me it's gonna be anime <laughs> of course god of high school as well as jujutsu kaisen i stand by those two for sure for is for suggestions for series to watch no it's not easy i mean there's a lot of shows like i'm a big fan of apple tv plus and they have a lot of great shows there a lot of great shows there but I have to say, it's the bookie on Max. Starring um, Sebastian Madagascar. And I love him as a comedian. The premise of him being a bookie and trying to keep a business that's going out, in a sense like OTB off uh, track, Betty getting bigger and bigger, like DraftKings and things of that nature. He's like of a dying breed. Yeah, yeah. And I find that premise, for one, smart, because... I mean, I don't know that lifestyle. I don't know that world. It's just kind of interesting. And, you know, it's funny as hell. It's subtle. It's not like in your face funny and it says like you're expected to laugh, but you end up laughing 
and chuckling and having a smile on your face. Another one, Ted Lasso. That was a show that came out during COVID. That was a show that no one ever asked for, ever asked for, but so glad that it, it came out. That's what she said. It made you feel good after you're watching it. It made you be hopeful and human. As you know, and a lot of people know who know me, I'm a grunt old bastard. And to see something like that, that helps me escape my reality and the stuff that I deal with on the daily, it was, it was uh, something that was a great welcome. Yeah, for me. Um, That's it. Now that I think about it, two things that we, it's not our usual format, but uh, Physical 100 and Squid Game Challenge. <laughs> What was okay. two good shows that we never reviewed, but those were right. good shows. True. And again, for those who are wondering, Physical 100 is like Squid Game, the show, but no one dies. Is They're both on Netflix. And you have Squid Game, the challenge, which is like taken from the original show and Physical 100 with American or Canadian non-Asian counterparts or some are Asian, like Indian or what have you, but no one dies. And how they take people out is very interesting too, in in honor of Squid Game, the show. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yes, I, I agree. That kind of like gets our attention and we, we get locked into it. Okay, guys, so that is our highs and lows of 2023 of the movies and shows that we reviewed and some mentioned that we have not reviewed. Let us know what was your favorite movie or show, be it action, anime, animation, comic book, sci-fi, martial arts. Let us know in the comments below. And as always, if you have a show or movie you would like us to review for 2024, let us know as well in the comments below. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year. Mm -hmm.